See, the magic in being open-minded is that it lets your people know that their voice matters, which goes back to the importance of listening to your people. See, you also don't want people to be afraid to share their ideas because they fear that you'll shut it down and, and not be open to other possibilities. See, there's a domino effect that comes when leaders are not open-minded. People avoid them, innovative ideas die, morale nosedives, and opportunities are missed. Welcome to the So You Want to Talk About Leadership podcast, where we redefine leadership. Leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are, how you make people feel, and how you show up in the world. Stay tuned for a different perspective on leadership to learn, grow, and expand as a person. If you're not afraid to lead by example or live in excellence, this show is for you. If this is not you, Come on back when you're ready. We'd be glad to have you. Now, here's your host, the serial leader himself, Tony Miller Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. I have an announcement to make, and we have a lot to cover today, so I'll start with the announcement. We have got to the point where season one is coming to a close There will be, what, three more, well, maybe four more episodes before season one closes, and we will take a little break to prepare and get ready for season two. But as you know, we are still in the middle of the leadership alphabet. I had a lot of guests the last couple weeks, and so the alphabet had to take a little bit of a, a little bit of a pause. So, I believe in finishing what you start. I think that's a big part of being a leader. So the next three to four episodes, we're going to cover the remaining letters in the leadership alphabet. And so today we'll pick up with L, N, O, and P. So I know I didn't say L-M-N-O. I said L-N-O-P and I skipped the M. That's because the M, that word, that trait, it's so special. It's so, it's so good. I I couldn't lump it with the other ones. So I had to have a separate episode for it by itself because it was so good. And and the content was so rich. And I'm like, hey, one of these weeks, it, it might just be a double. It might be two episodes that may go out. So we're going to just jump in with the other four letters of the alphabet and go from there. So, there are, in my opinion, there are two simple things that leaders could do that would make their lives easier and they could get more out of their people. And, and the first thing that they could do is show an appreciation and gratitude for what their people do. My cousin Ebony said a few weeks ago, and she talked about the importance of giving credit to her team and, and understanding that as a leader, nobody has to do anything for you. And Honestly, you're not as successful as you are. You're not in the position that you're you're in. You 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 didn't get there by yourself. You you did not make it to the top on your own. So giving thanks and showing gratitude, it's big. Now the second thing leaders can do that will make their lives easier is simply just listening to their people. Yeah, see a lot of leaders they hear their people, but they aren't listening to their people. Like your people, they're in the trenches. They know the nuances, the ins and outs of what's going on and what and what can help. And I'm not saying you don't know the ins and outs, and the nuances, 
But there are certain things that as you're in these, when your attention's pulled here, your attention's pulled there, you're in this meeting, you're in that meeting, there may be different things that you don't know about that could help the engine run a little bit better. But your people, they know that. And so listening to them can actually can actually help. I believe that listening to your people, it builds credibility, it builds morale, and even productivity benefits too. As a leader, you want your people to know that their feedback and their opinions, that you take it seriously. Because the reverse of that can be a PR nightmare or leaders will find themselves fighting a losing battle against their people. See, I think COVID has really exposed a lot of companies and their inability or just pure rebellion of listening to their people. One of the biggest examples that I can I can, that I can think of right now is this the whole working from home conundrum. So Apple, Google, Facebook, and other big time companies, they've not been listening to their employees who overwhelmingly want to work from home. See, many companies, they've seen like the numbers have shown that the productivity, it has risen over the last year and a half during this time of COVID. But it doesn't seem like the big dogs, the bigs, it doesn't seem like they care. And and and, and Netflix, Netflix, Reed, Reed Hastings, he even said that working from home is pure evil. And while, while some may think I'm using this convenient scenario to make the point of listening to the employees, but it still rings true. Not listening to your people can significantly impact morale. And my thing is, if you're going to do what you want to do anyway, why are you asking for my opinion? And that's and that's probably how a lot of these employees feel at these companies. It's like, hey, if they're overwhelming, I mean like 75%, 80% wanting to work from home or even just having the option to come in a couple days or things of that nature. Like if you're going to be like, no, you got to come to the office, then what's why even ask? Like now Twitter, on the other hand, they implemented a work from home forever policy. And I guarantee you that Twitter will see those dividends. And see, this is where in, in these situations, this is where I think leaders need to swallow their pride and understand that the tide is turning and listen to their people. COVID did a lot. And it did a lot of exposing of just different cracks in the, the armor of, 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 of America. And I think the eight hour workday was one of those cracks or one of those things that was exposed. And it's like, hey, we really don't have to do it this way. And and so you really got you. They really have to listen to their people. And I think if leaders took this approach, they could avoid a lot of morale and inner organizational issues. And I also think it's a great way to show their nurturing side. And so speaking of nurturing, which N is actually the next letter in the alphabet, we're going to discuss nurturing because I told y'all the M, which is mentorship. It's it's so good. It's, it really deserves its own episode. And so I'm going to make sure that I have it. I have mentorship as its own episode at some point before our season ends in the next three weeks. So I so back to nurturing. I believe nurturing has been a misunderstood leadership trait forever. It's gotten tied in with like motherhood and forgotten about within leadership. See, remember, mothers are some of the greatest leaders of all time. And so I want to take the time to clarify some things about nurture and nurturing today so the misconceptions can stop. The definition of nurture is to care for and encourage the growth or development of or the process of caring for and encouraging the growth or development of someone or something. 
Now, why wouldn't a leader want this trait? This trait shows that you care about your people as people, but also as professionals. See, nurturing looks different for everyone. Everyone needs different levels of nurturing for their leaders. As a leader, it's your job to learn that the level of nurture that your people need. Some people need a high level of nurture, while others need much less. See, the key to nurturing others is keeping their needs in mind and first trying to learn how you can help them grow and develop in a way they want to, but also in a way that will be most helpful to them. So if we approach it with this mindset, it then transitions us nicely to the next letter, which is O, which is us having an open mind. See, as as a leader, you have to have an open mind because when you are working with different people, they will need different things to be successful. What works for this person may not work for that person. That's one way nurture and open-mindedness, they intersect with one another. So to talk about open-mindedness in, in the way that really that you think about it is to understand that your way is not the only way. You have to realize that just because you are in charge, your idea or your path, the direction you want to take, it may not be the best way. So have an open mind. Don't shut down ideas just because you had a bad experience with a similar idea or a similar person because that idea or that person they're not the same. And even if that idea or that person is the same, things change. Time changes. And even the fact that you're willing to entertain the idea instead of shutting it down and actually being open to trying it, being open to doing something different, that goes a long way as as a leader. See, the magic in being open-minded is that it lets your people know that their voice matters, which goes back to the importance of listening to your people. See, you also don't want people to be afraid to share their ideas because they fear that you'll shut it down and, and not be open to other possibilities. See, there's a domino effect that comes when leaders are not open-minded. People avoid them, innovative ideas die, morale nosedives, and opportunities are missed. See, you may also miss out on the next great leader on your team. And the reason I say you may miss out on the next great leader of your team is because you may not see their potential or how well they work with others and the impact that they have or the charisma that they have and the influence that they have on other people because you're hell bent on your way or the highway. And whenever they propose an idea or they want to do something this way, you're against it. Remember this, an open mind opens doors, no matter how you look at it. And before I get out of here today, I want to just simply close with the letter P, which is for patience. Patience, in my opinion, is one of the top five leadership traits that a leader can have. Patience is a must because nobody's perfect and things takes time. Mistakes will happen, but how you respond to that mistake will last longer than the mistake itself. See, the definition of patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset see we're in such a hurry today and any form of delay can just send us over the top and honestly that's a that's a poor display of emotional intelligence and we're not setting a good example as a leader when you first started out wherever that was someone had to be patient with you heck you probably even had to be patient with yourself Letting people, letting ideas, letting products develop naturally, that's a good thing. Being able to take a step back and say, okay, things didn't go right. And not just jumping down somebody's throat or having a 
fit or a temper tantrum like a two-year-old, but not being able to show that you're able to let things kind of take place, like that's an indictment on your leadership and people are going to see it. Let those ideas and products and people, let, let, those, let them develop. Let them stay in their element. But understand that others, including yourself, will be there to keep it moving, keep those things moving in the right direction. You have to understand how others see you. You are the leader. Nobody wants to be on the bad side of the boss or feel like they're annoying them. When deadlines are missed and mistakes are made, instead of losing your cool, take a moment and breathe. Extend some grace. Show patience in that moment. Nobody wants to be around someone who loses their temper so quickly. Patience goes a long way in developing others because they get to see you model the way. And hopefully when they're in a situation that requires their patience, they can extend grace like you did. They can breathe, take a moment and not lose their cool and model the way for those that are following them. So. As I close the day, I know we covered a couple of letters and I didn't dive deep into those individual letters like I usually do. But like I said, I wanted to make sure before we wrapped up season one that all the letters in the alphabet were covered. And so but I did want to just recap on the letters that we went over today. So you will have this a nugget just to take away for you to meditate and think about this week. So the L listening. Understand. Listening is not the same thing as hearing. Take the time to listen to what your people say and even implement it to help the team or build morale if it's a good idea. In nurture. Nurture is not only synonymous with motherhood. It's actually a very, very important quality for all leaders. The O, open-mindedness. Remember, an open mind opens doors, no matter how you look at it. And lastly, patience. Patience is being able to keep your cool and show grace when things don't go as planned. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all are able to get something from this. I'll definitely be back next week. And like I said, just know that there is going to be a separate episode on mentorship because it's just really, honestly, I think it's too good to share any time and space with other letters, even though there's a lot of other letters that, that deserve their episode. But I think just mentorship, as I started thinking about it and jotting down notes, it's just too good. And the time that we're in right now, mentorship really just deserves its own episode. So um, y'all have a great week. And until next time, as always, be the leader that your peers need to see. Do you have something to say that the world needs to hear? Of course you do. I felt the same way, and that's why I started this podcast. I started my podcast five months ago and have been heard in over 140 cities in 21 different countries. That's only possible because my podcast host is Buzzsprout. They make it easy to upload your podcast and get them listed on all the major platforms. If you're looking to spread your message to the world, I highly recommend Buzzsprout. I've put a link in the show notes, and if you start an account with Buzzsprout using that link, They'll know that I sent you and they will send you a $20 Amazon gift card. Join over 100,000 podcasters already making the impact around the world using Buzzsprout to help get their message out there. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, check out my Patreon page for more. 
You can get leadership tips of the week, shout outs on the show, any new digital downloads, ebooks, or you can join me for our weekly book club reading. Click the link in the show notes to become a patron now. I look forward to building a community with you.